episode uh, 69 of Shooting the Breeze with the Bash. Um, with me, James. Uh, I know it's been a while, but... Um, yeah, there's been lots back. going on, so apologies. Yeah, but um, we're back to kind of cover a few bits and pieces um, <laughs> about what's going on recently. Um, how do you feel about the Bond film being pushed back again? <sighs> I didn't think it was going to happen. You know what? It's it's just worse and worse because obviously, well, they've basically named Tom Hardy as the next Bond, which is great, and hopefully they're even though the new Bond film now isn't out until next year, hopefully once casting's done and they've got a script, they can start recording with Hardy only because I adore Tom Hardy, fantastic actor. But he's already like forty four, forty six years old. Now, if, let's see how. Let's say he has a ten year, you know, tenure as Bond. You know, the the need to start kind of moving stuff along. Cause... Yeah, but wasn't Brosnan like in his fifties? No. How old was Brosnan? Brosnan, when he first took on the role, was very late thirties. By the time mm. he finished it, he was early fifties. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I did warn you that. You know, it's probably going to be pushed back again. I don't know. I, I, I just want them to kind of hurry things along. and. I think the issue you know, is a lot of people aren't going to see the master. No. And mm. I can understand the studios and everyone, you know. They don't want to lose money on films, you know. But the thing is, the amount of money that I put in... Yeah, they know, can't they can justify taking a loss. Yeah. Which, I no, I understand. The only people that can do that really are like Disney. You know, because well, yeah. they can afford to put it on their own streaming service or whatever. But, you know, I think April 2021 is still a stretch. Yeah, it's still optimistic because the reason why they're doing it is obviously because of the virus. But come April next year, we're probably going to still be in the exact same boat that we're in now, if yeah, not worse. It could be worse, yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, if Trump got it, and there you go. Oh, yeah. In the middle of election season, so. Oh, mate, I reckon, I, I don't think he's got it. I reckon it's a sympathy uh, ploy. Sympathy vote. Yeah. Let's see what, what the crack is. They ain't long left, so. It's November, the election, so. Yeah, oh, there you go. That's I mean, I that debate was an absolute shit show. No, Jesus I didn't see it, so Christ. But, um. Oh, my God. On another note, uh, spitting images back, but it's on, like, something called Britbox, which. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Is it on Terrestrial? I, I don't know what Britbox is. It's basically, oh, it's, it's like a, a collaboration between ITV and BBC. So, I don't know, maybe check your ITV schedule and might turn up on there. I'm not 100% sure. It's not on ITV because it's airing tonight. Here mm-hmm. you go. I'll put my TV on. I mean, unless I've been given the Britbox channel. It's just like a streaming thing. It's like a streaming service. But I don't know if it's going to be free to watch on there. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't really looked into it. I do want to watch it. I don't know, it's come back and, you know, it's like a early 80s, 90s kind of like. What's it called? Britbox? Yeah, Britbox, yeah. It's like a. I've got got one of these new SkyQ remotes, so one sec. Britbox. It's like a satirical kind of comedy sketch show with puppets impersonating the kind of, like, you know, famous people. Or politicians yeah, I mean, and stuff. 
it's definitely not on ITV tonight, and yeah. tonight's when it's supposed to be airing, so it's not a double check ITV too. It's probably a streaming thing then. Yeah, I know. I'll see what the goggle thing. The goggle. I'll just, I'll just try and find it tomorrow. I see what the goggle is saying. But yeah, so things anyway. You're all good. Yeah. Um. But um. Do you want to get into it? Like. Um, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Uh, I think we should start with the like night of champions and that incredible ladder match. Oh yeah. That was a yeah. uh, match of the year candidate. That was like the the WWE ladder matches have been. Uh, it's on ITV One actually. Is it? That's why it's saying on here. The networks Britbox ITV One. So I've just been on ITV One and it's definitely not on there. Mm, that's what it's saying on here. Tonight. Yeah, let me read what it says on the Express. Um, I know we're going off point, but. Yeah, sorry. Uh, fan uh, new platform. Yeah, it's exclusively on Britbox. So, uh, it's going to be. Uh, yeah, it's going to be on that Britbox streaming service thing. So. Is that it's... free for the UK or? I think so. I'm not hundred percent sure. I think if you need to sign up to a Britbox subscription online, so it's like six quid a month, which is a bit shady. No, I'll pass on that. It'll all be on YouTube tomorrow morning. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So. so... It's one of them, and... but yeah, you can find anything on the internet. Exactly. But um, <clears throat> going back to that ladder match, I mean. WWE have been putting on some of the in the pandemic era kind of their best matches have been ladder matches yeah that it's almost like that to find the feet to begin with but once they did and especially with the whole Thunderdome thing I can't complain and that ladder match I mean I wanted Sami Zayn to win and thankfully he did but nobody walked out of that match looking bad Jeff Hardy Looked the best he's looked in yeah, years. Yeah, but he took some serious, serious bumps. Oh, he took some dangerous, scary bumps. But that's the best I've seen Jeff Hardy look in ten years. And AJ looked great as well. But Sammy yeah. was the right person to win. Like really, and truly, I was true rooting for Sammy. I was like, just do it, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, he got a prominent spot on the card, and hopefully, he kind of stays that way. It's where he belongs. You know. I mean, originally, you know, he was the guy who. You know, everyone thought, you know, this guy could be a future world champion. And, all right, it didn't happen. It that Instead, it went to Kevin Owens. And, to be honest, I don't know what's happening with Kevin Owens nowadays. But I'm glad that Sammy's got a prominent position because, you know, he's too talented not to. Yeah, and I'm happy he's kind of he's representing the IC belt in a way that he hasn't been represented in the world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's one of them. Um but yeah, um, that match was great. The women's matches were great. I think Zelina Vega is doing quite well. She you know, is. Considering, you know, she's just kind of got the call to kind of go on her own and that. You know, <laughs> I thought the Amulet match was good with the callbacks with like, you know, Shawn Michaels and etc, etc. Mm-hmm. You know, Shawn mm-hmm. Michaels, Christian, Big Show, 
Ric Flair. I think the only person that wasn't there was Edge, which was... When I say um, to you, I said that was a bit... Edge odd. isn't going to be back for a good long time. He was in a... He did a podcast. He <laughs> had an interview. And because, because he had a... Was it a tricep tear? Yeah, the tricep tear. And he said, like, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I could recover from injuries very quickly. And he actually said, I mean... The guy's 47 years old. He yeah, said, yeah, yeah. I am taking a lot longer to heal. And I don't think you're going to see him until mid-next year. Yeah, but considering thingy as well, uh, Tiga Knox busts her ACL again. Yep. Which is, for a 25-year-old to bust your ACL three times. Oh, mate, there's injuries all over the place. It's... It's not good. You know what I mean? It's... Especially yeah. for her... She's not even, you know, she's 25 years old. You know, busting your knee three times up like that is, I think this time it could be career ending. Potentially. You know, twice. Come back from it twice. If you come back from it the third time, you know, that's some next level. I know you're young and you can recover and whatever, but three times in a row, that's some bad luck, you know, for the poor girl. Oh, mate, it's not good. I mean, it's... It stops her push. I just hope she recovers fast. Stops her push. It stops her kind of getting to where she needs to get to. And, you know, it's always stop and start. And she comes back and she gets yeah. injured. And, like, you know, it's the same injury again as well. You know, it's not it's something that's different. But, yeah, um, touching on that. Um, what else was on there? I think Roman kind of looked. He did look freaking, you know, tough. and. Dude looks. This is his best work he's ever done. But Since he's come back, his heel work, yeah, it's kind of the best stuff that he's actually been doing right now. I mean, oh yeah, I kind of, you know, I'm enjoying his like little heel run. Yeah, kind of, you know, it looks like a beast always. You know, I mean, you my you God, tell. The, he destroyed, yeah. he destroyed. No, my God, Jesus, you know. I don't see Although him. this is all leading to an inevitable Rock versus Reigns match. <laughs> yeah, obviously at Mania, but The Rock ain't going to come in the pandemic era and do a match. Well, as well, he's about to start filming, or he's just started filming <laughs> Black Adam. So, I mean, he's part of the DC universe now. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to turn up and be like, you know, I'm going to do a match in, in the Thunderdome. Big... Depends what Mania is going to look like next year. It'd be a big move if we decided to do it in the Thunderdome. I'd have, I'd, I'd still have Reigns win, if I'm honest. <coughs> yeah, obviously, because I don't think the Rock's going to stay. He's not going to stick around and yeah. do have a championship run. No. He's he, he did it legit... before. Like, he was like a busy guy before, but now he's joined the whole DC Universe thing. He's going to be a busier. He's going to be busier than ever. Yeah, probably. Um, speaking on uh, that, um, I heard that the uh, they're moving out of Full Sail back to the Performance Center for NXT, which is uh, a bit odd considering all the COVID cases the, that have been going on down there. Yep, and the lease on the Thunderdome ends, I think, it's the end of this month. Yeah, so they're going to do Hell in a Cell. Well, so yeah, I think Hell in a Cell will be probably one of their last filmings now. I think what they'll do is they'll renew the contract or they'll do the same thing but a new venue. But they need to keep on doing it. Yeah, you can't go... Yeah, NXT, you can't go back to NXT, no fans after doing Thunderdome. Yeah, NXT, yeah, you kind of like, you know... 
NXT you can. Yeah, like, you know, you can understand what they're doing with NXT, but that, you know, it's a bit uh, sketchy. And what about well, the whole... Thunder um... Dome in NXT, did they? Huh? They've never had Thunder Dome in NXT. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm saying that with NXT, you can move it to the performance center. And no one's mm. going to be like, oh, they've moved it to the performance center or whatever. Because, you know... It kind of feels kind of the same-ish, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what was the point? I've lost my train of thought on something. <laughs> It'll probably come back to me. Um, it, was, it wasn't about the Thunderdome. It was about something else. Um, but, yeah, um, I, I see him moving. If they don't renew the lease there, which I, I think they're going to because, obviously, the arena needs the money, uh-huh. you know. I don't think the arena wants to lose that money because they got no nah, people in not. there anyway and it's closed, isn't it? Exactly. So I think they're going to keep running it. They're definitely going to do Hell in the Sound there. And my point was the draft that's coming up, which is really weird. Okay, so you're drafting people before a major pay-per-view. You know, it's a bit odd. I wonder where the Fiend's going to end up. Do you reckon he's going to go title? Also, I think he might go to Raw again. I think they're not moving. They're not moving McIntyre. They're not moving Reigns, which I, d- I doubt they're going to move them. No, but it'll be. I reckon the champions will stay the same, but it's going to be. I think, like you know, like say, IC or tag or you know, like middle of the road, US belt or whatever. I think that them little things are going to switch instead of like a major. See major. now, that means yeah. that they need to take the belt off Lashley because leave the hurt business yeah, yeah, as a yeah. group. Yeah. And you don't want to move all of them over to SmackDown. Yeah, so, so you can give it to Apollo or somebody. Yeah, give it to Apollo yeah. or give it to. Yeah, what about bloody someone? Retribution, flipping weird ass masks that are horrible. Oh, uh, Retribution. Oh, uh, bloody yeah, the T bar and bloody mm-hmm. Mace and what was the other one? The slapstick one or something. Slap, slap face. Slap stick. Slap. Slapjack. Slapjack, that's it, yeah. And like, oh, you can tell this Dijakovic in the fucking mask. Well, it's you know called I mean? Dijakovic, isn't it? It's not exactly hiding him. You know, Dio Madden, you can see that from a mile off. It's the only person you can tell was bloody Shane Thorne being Slapjack. <laughs> Yeah. You got me or him there. I don't know what they're going to call her. The Korean bloody whatever. <laughs> you know, and then bloody Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, I mean, we've seen yet. Well, there's about um, 40 of them. Oh, there's that many. You can just bring people in as and when. Fuck knows, man. It's just, just, you know, when it started, you think, yeah, all right. You know, it's something different. Now you see kind of what they're trying to morph it into. And those masks are just horrible. Just... I think they need to, like, they, start, they need to start moving stuff forward now. So, like, T-Bar, right, Dijakovic. Yeah. Yeah, the one whose name I can never pronounce. Dominic Dijakovic. Right, in which case, I'd have him gunning for championships. I'd have him, like, directly, him, targeting McIntyre. Yeah, but we know it's McIntyre and Randy and Helen in the sound, just the way... Oh, for God's sake, I'm yeah. sick to... Death, I know, yeah. Of Randy Orton versus McIntyre. This is this is ruining McIntyre's run because yeah. 
they're just making him face the same person over and over. Just let him in... finish it off. In... Yeah. That should have been the finish, really. It should have. But yeah. no, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell is... That's like the finishing match, isn't it? It's like the worst match you can be in, in WWE's eyes. <laughs> that has to be... That has to be... That can't be anything else. You After I mean? that, let somebody else have a go. Yeah. You know, it's just... Then again, what heavyweight heels have you got on Raw? Fuck all. KO and Alistair Black are feuding. Yeah, but they're like in the middle of the road-ish. Right now, KO, we don't know where he really is. He's, <laughs> He's a good guy. next week on SmackDown. Huh? Um, it got announced earlier today. I read it's The Fiend versus Kevin Owens on SmackDown. Is it? Just like a brand yeah. imitation or all? Yeah, just a match. Just a match. It got announced. Mm. It's just, you know, I love KO. Like, really, really always loved KO and his work and everything that he's done. He's kind of in the middle right now. He's kind of not like in the top echelon. And he's not in like, you know, the bottom. He's just like in the middle of the road. Where's KO? He's on Raw, isn't he? Yeah, it's, it's kind of plugging along. He needs to be on SmackDown. You know, <clears throat> I think when he was on SmackDown, he was doing his best work. Well, you've got Sami Zayn there, and Sami Zayn has a belt. Yeah, it, but you can't it, keep you can't keep running KO and Sami. But you can though, because the matches are that good. The difference between KO and Sami Zayn and McIntyre and Orton is that KO and Sami Zayn will put on ten out of ten matches. McIntyre and Orton. <sighs> but it's always been a gimmick, like. It's kind of been too gimmicky now. Like, they're, they're a thing. You know. They need Finn Balor to drop that belt to Kyle O'Reilly and Finn bring dropping, Finn Balor back. Finn ain't dropping no belt, mate. And Finn staying in NXT. But we've got enough topic, but I suppose we'll cover TakeOver in a minute. Um, but yeah, just on a quick note on AEW, I haven't really watched much of it, but I know... The formerly person known as Rusev now Miro is joined, which is, you know, good for yeah. him. You know, to be honest, I haven't really caught up on much, so I don't know really what's going on there because obviously G One's happening. It's kind of I taking have... up a lot of my time. You're not missing much on AEW. Yeah. It's the same yeah. old. It's... So like G One's happening right now, so I'm kind of plugging my time into G One, kind of trying to keep on top of everything that's going on because. I still kind need of. to catch up. Did uh, Will Os- did, have you watched Will Ospreay versus Jay White? No, I'm on that. I'm on night six. I think that was night seven. Okay. So I'm kind of like nearly there. So, um, but yeah, kind of. If you kind of the problem with G One, if you fall behind like two, three shows, you're just gonna get lost. Yeah. Because it's kind of that type of tournament that you kind of have to watch, kind of regularly. Like, yeah, and plug your time into it because if you don't, you're just gonna fall behind. But there's been some great matches. I mean, just cover like kind of cover it before we're going to take over. Yeah, you know, some of my favorite matches: Zack Saber Junior. Naito, Zack and Kenta, Osprey and Ishi, Osprey Shingo, Jay. All of Jay White's matches have been just like stellar, pure work, mm-hmm. you know, cleverness. Um, with Okada. <laughs> Uh, Abushi, and I don't know who the other person was, but I heard Kenton Evil had a good match. 
Um, Kent has had a few good matches actually. Kent had a good match with Gojo. Um, Ibushi had a few good matches. I think the one with Ishii was kind of my favorite. Ishii's been putting out great matches, like but he always does. Um, yeah. Yeah, but who else was kind of on my radar? Like, yeah, Osprey Ishii was one of them as well. I don't know if I've re-mentioned that, but kind of going through. Oh, Suzuki Ishii as well, like from the first night. Uh, yeah. But yeah, there's been some really, really, really good stuff. Juice, actually. Juice has been kind of like my underdog favourite on the in the B block, kind of. It's kind of like putting on quite some good kind of matches with people. Like, like just seeing his match with Tanahashi and... Um, who asked did you have a match with he had a match with uh, Yoshihashi which is quite good I'm looking forward to like kind of him facing Kenta and like Evil and things like that just to see where kind of stuff goes but yeah um, it's been all in all so far like the just touching on night 9 is Monday so they'll have like 10 more events left I think yeah so, um I know the last three nights are live with English commentary. So it's like 13, 14, the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th of October, I think. But yeah, so far, I don't really have any complaints about it, to be fair. That's good. Uh, I still need to uh, catch up with a lot of it, but. Yeah, like I said, if you kind of not watching it regularly, you're going to fall behind quite quickly. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, but um yeah um takeover will be tomorrow night well mm-hmm. tomorrow night tomorrow yeah tomorrow night ish for us but um uh i'm just gonna pull up the card just to make sure we got everything kind of right uh it's the 31st takeover and it's, a, it's another standalone takeover which is interesting you know okay. To me, anyway, it's kind of interesting they're not doing it with, like, you know, SummerSlam or whatever, and they're doing it straight after, like, a pay-per-view. Yeah. You know. So, it is a bit weird, but... Yeah. Um, I'm just putting it up now. Uh, we have... Um, Damien Priest versus Gargano. Which I don't see Damien Priest losing this title. No, not that, not this quickly. I've seen one title switch on this card, and it's probably the next match is Er versus Candice, which is <sighs> the match I'm looking at. Like as the you know, Candice is gonna pull out something and kind of a heelish thing and kind of pull out yeah. the win. Yeah. No, you are right. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe. Don't get me wrong, I love her. I think she's amazing. I think she's like really great as champion. But I don't like you know. I don't see you know. I don't see everybody retaining their title for some weird reason. No, you are right. So one person is losing their belt. You know, I don't know who, but for me, kind of that match, kind of. Circle is kind of the person who might be losing the belt. You reckon? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like the Cruiserweight Championship, you kind of like, you know, it kind of changes hands quite often, so, you know, you kind of like, mm, here and there about that. You know? So that's not really on my radar as like, you know, a major title that's going to change hands. Mm, yeah, I 
Yeah, I think you are right. To be so, fair, I see. I see. Swerve's beating you know Escobar. Yeah, it should be a good match. The the one that's really kind of circled like two the main two that circled my interest are Kushida and Velveteen, which is kind of we all know Velveteen puts on his best performances, kind of at takeovers, and Kushida kind of with his new edge can't seem losing really. You know, so I don't know if it's going to be a clean finish. Um, it's see that's a pick on. Yeah, but... I'd go with Kashid. Kashid needs a win. Yeah, Kashid needs a win, and he's doing it over somebody who's established at takeovers. Mm. You know. But, you know, do you really want to see Velveteen Dream lose at TakeOver? Not particularly. So it's one of them, and it? It's like the pick-em's pick-em. But, you know, like I said, I'll pick Kushida because he really needs that. He needs that rub, basically. He does. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Then you got... um. Finn and Kyle O'Reilly, which is one of the most, you know. See, you guarantee that it's going to be a ten out of ten match. Yeah. Um. I'm. I don't think I'm picking Kyle. Finn's first I don't defense. see Kyle O'Reilly winning. I. It's too early for Finn to lose the belt, and. <sighs> I'm a pretty big fan of Kyle O'Reilly, don't get me wrong, you'd be a shocker, it's 2020, you know, stranger shit has happened. Oh, you know, I mean, look at his, yeah. look at his work in Ring of Honor, I mean, he can... Yeah, that guy can go, man, like, matches he had with Adam Cole and stuff like that. He's had some amazing matches in progress, and like, all around the world, in Japan, in New Japan, and, you know, things like that. The guy's legit, but, because he's been, like, you know, stuck in a tag team in... You know, undisputed, they were kind of pushed, kind of in the foreground, in the background. And kind of people don't see him as a, like a singles competitor, but I kind of have seen him in that the kind of singles role. No, I'll get what you're saying. It'd be a stellar um, match, you know, but I don't know. It will be, it'll be an absolute 10 out of 10 banger, but I, I'd like to see Carlo Riley win it. Personally, yeah, because um, then it sets up kind of like disruption between undisputed era. Yeah, so basically you got Adam Cole and you know Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, yeah, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly kind of battling it out. Exactly, which I mean that you know them pair could just just do it and just go for it. Yeah, but like I said, re- for me, it's kind of intriguing. Uh, it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, it'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. But no, I mean, what else has been going on? Um, like I said, I don't really know anything else that's been going on. Really. No, uh, the one, the one point that I would make with takeover and just going back to Kashida's match, because again, everything is still very up in the air with. You know, Velveteen Dream and fucking this and the other. 
Kushida needed to be have a good push from the get go anyway. Yeah, and he needs that, you know, that win, that that notable win, and you know, even though Velveteen Dream is potentially an absolute sicko, you can't take away from the fact that he is one of the best wrestlers going. And if Kushida can get a decisive win and have a proper good match with him, then that'll go a long way to kind of pushing him to that next kind of echelon of, you know, either being brought up to the main roster or going for, you know, the NXT title or, you know, things like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll get your point of view. Um, I think that kind of just about does it, really. Yeah, I think, um, we'll, I think we'll be back for a NXT takeover kind of. Oh, um, that show. mystery woman. Um, I've not watched SmackDown as of yet. So I'm going to watch it after yeah. we finish recording. But the uh, you know there was that mystery woman yeah, yeah, who's yeah, been yeah, coming yeah. in. Yeah, it was Carmella. Yeah, yeah. So you know mm. that is what it is. It is what it is, isn't it? But yeah, um, um, what who else? Kind of Bobby Roode came back, and you kind of have Mandy and Dana Brooke on Raw, kind of like mm-hmm. in between trades and whatever. So the draft will so be good. interesting. Takeover will be interesting. The rest of the G ones kind of heating up now, you know. So oh, Naito and Tanahashi had a great match as well Excellent. on the first night, I think was. The second night of kind of like the other block. Yeah. It's like in different blocks. Isn't it? Um, on a side note, um, something I told you yesterday, um, the Japanese read from right to left, so that's why they say the Japanese names kind of to us backwards, where it kind yeah. of should be forwards, and they say the Gaijin names, the foreigners' names, forwards instead of backwards. So okay. basically it'd be, you know, Will Ospreay. You did your bit of research. Yeah, and then... But they say... We say, you know, Tetsuya Naito, but they say... Te, they say Naito, Naito Tetsuya. Naito Tetsuya, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It's kind of like... Reverse, like... We'll, we'll say, you know, Kazuchika Okada, and I'll say Okada Kazuchika. Which yeah. is kind of... Different. But obviously, it sounds different to us, but... I'd be kind of get. Yeah, I've been used to it for a long time, so it's kind of. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, um, if you yeah. have some spare time, I suggest you catch up on G One. I will do. And, a lot um, of it's in uh, in English commentary now as well. I'll definitely uh yeah I advise, I'll watch it myself and I advise our listeners to. As yeah. always, if you want to get in touch, please contact us at Breeze underscore Shooting. Yeah, and I'm at the Broken Poet One. Um on Twitter but um yeah till yeah. next time uh, stay safe take care all and uh take care stay safe see you bye 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 see you later mate bye